Nats Chat is brought to you by Walters. Hey, join us at Walters for the first ever Nats Chat podcast party. We'll hang out, watch playoff baseball, chat about the Nats, and get to know fellow fans of the team. The event begins at 7 p.m. at Walters, just across from Nationals Park, on Friday night, October 14th. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Riley at first, two down, no score. The pitch, and Olsen blasts one deep right field down the line. It's hooking toward the corner. It's way back there, and it's gone. It hits the foul pole screen down the right field line. The 0-2. Swing and a line drive toward the gap in right center field. Thomas chasing. This one's down. One hop off the fence. Rosario rounding second, being waved around third. Garcia will catch it, fired toward the plate. It is cut off by Manessis, and Rosario slides in, and it's 6-0 Atlanta. So moving forward, you know, hopefully this will be last year. We lose 100 games, and uh, we get better. And that's and that's the goal, is to get better, get our young kids better. And welcome to Nats Chat for Tuesday, September 27, 2022. I'm Al Galdi, host of the Al Galdi Podcast, flying solo on this installment of the pod as Mark Zuckerman and Tim Shovers are celebrating Rosh Hashanah. So we say Happy New Year to all of our Jewish brothers and sisters. We also say happy birthday to Nats manager Davey Martinez. Monday was Davey's 58th birthday and has this for a birthday present, a 100th loss. <laughs> uh, the inevitable became official on Monday night. The Nats became a 100-loss team for the 2022 MLB regular season. An 8-0 loss to the National League wildcard leading Atlanta Braves at Nationals Park in Game 1 of a three-game series. That's now a major league worst, 53-100, and with a run differential of minus 222, second-worst run differential in the majors. We knew that this day was coming, okay? Now, that doesn't make the day any better, but at least, you know, nobody's stunned by this. But this is the third 100-loss regular season for the Nats since the franchise came to Washington, D.C. in the 2004-2005 offseason. The 2008 Nats went 59-102. and The 2009 Nats went 59 59- and 103. And I don't know about you, but to me, the Nats getting to 100 losses officially really just make you appreciate what the Nats did from 2012 through 2019. Eight consecutive winning regular seasons. That is not an easy thing to do. Put aside the postseason stuff. Just to have eight straight winning regular seasons is an accomplishment. And five of those seasons were 90 plus win seasons. This was Davey Martinez during his postgame press conference on Monday night with his reaction to 
to having a 100 loss season. It sucks, right? I mean, we, all, we all know it sucks, but we got to remember, what, you know, what we're trying to do here, right? And, and it's, and it's, it's going to be a process. Um, so moving forward, you know, hopefully this will be the last year we lose 100 games and uh, we get better. And that's and that's the goal is to get, get better, get our young kids better. And uh, when they come up in, you know, in spring, get get them ready to compete and, and try to win as many games as possible. But um, nobody should be happy losing 100 games. You know, it's tough, you know, and I know those guys feel it. But like I said, I can't, I cannot say enough about how those guys go out and play. They play hard, and uh, and they are getting better. I mean, you know, I see all our young guys getting better. Um, so we get, we got to continue to finish the season off and uh, be ready to go next spring. Yeah, good answer there from Davey Martinez. Uh, he then got asked if there are lessons being learned by Nats players this season. Here was Davey's response to that. Absolutely. I mean, they, these guys are young. They're playing in the major league, so they get tons of experience. They get tons of coaching, so they can learn a lot, especially with some of these teams that we're playing now that are, that are headed to the playoffs. You know, watch, learn, observe, you know, because one day that's going to be us. So when it comes to the Nats and Monday night's opponent, the Braves, uh, there are many, <laughs> and I mean many things that separate the 2022 Nats from the 2022 Braves, but there's maybe no bigger thing than the home run. And this game on Monday night perfectly captured this. So the Nats lost to the Braves on Monday night, 8 nothing, despite each team finishing with six hits. Yeah, each team had six hits, and yet the Braves scored eight runs, and the Nats scored zero runs. Why? The home run. Now, to be fair, the Braves did draw five walks. The Nats only drew one walk. And the Braves did also draw two hit-by-pitches. But the Braves on Monday night smashed three homers. And the Nats on Monday night hit no homers. Uh, The Braves lead the National League in home runs by miles at 230. The Nats, meantime, are dead last in the National League in home runs at 130. Yeah, the Braves have hit 100 more home runs than the Nats have hit. I mean, think about that. A hundred more home runs. Now, also helping the Braves on Monday night was starting pitching prospect Bruce Elder tossing a six-hit shutout. His last name is Elder, and Elder he is not. He is a youngster, but he pitched like an Elder with what he did on Monday night. The Nats starting pitcher on Monday night was Corey Abbott, and he was not good. Abbott allowed five runs, four earned in five innings. He gave up three hits, two home runs, and a single. He issued three walks and a hit by pitch. He did record seven strikeouts, but all of this added up to Abbott over his five innings, throwing 83 pitches, 52 strikes versus 31 balls. Uh, Abbott did begin his outing by tossing three scoreless innings. That was good, but he, in the top of the fourth, gave up two runs, issued a one-out hit-by-pitch of Austin Riley. Abbott then gave up a two-out first pitch, two-run homer to Matt Olson off the right-field foul pole for a 2-0 Braves lead. Abbott then issued a two-out six-pitch walk of William Contreras. Uh, Abbott, in the top of the fifth, allowed a run on a leadoff homer by Marcelo Zuna to left field for a 3-0 Braves lead. That was quite the shot by Ozuna. The homer went and projected 412 feet per stat cast. And Abbott, in a Braves five-run sixth, was charged with two runs, but only one of them was earned. Uh, Abbott issued a leadoff six-pitch walk of Austin Riley, despite him having been down to the count at 1.02. Abbott then gave up a single to Michael Harris the second up the middle, and then got pulled in favor of reliever Andres Machado. Here was Davey Martinez during his post-game press conference on Monday night on Corey Abbott. Confusing tonight because he started off really well. 
but he just when he got the ball up, it was was a, was a problem. When he kept the ball down uh, effectively, he was good. His changeup was good. Curveball was good. So you know, just when you know he missed when he missed up, he got hit hard. But overall, I thought he threw the ball well. You know, we, we got to get him to understand that pitching down for him is good. You know, and he can pitch, he can elevate a fastball, uh, laying counts. You know, because that did work as well. But you know, the rest of the stuff has to stay down below the zone. So, um, overall, you know, he, I mean, he, he goes out there and he competes and he battles. And you know, just got to get him through. Like I said, got to get him, get him to continually throw the ball down. So we had what happened with Corey Abbott on Monday night. And then we had what happened with Andres Machado. He allowed three runs, all of which were unearned in what ended up being a five-run Brave six. Machado came into the game in the top of the six with runners on first and third, no outs, and the Nats trailing three nothing. He gave up an RBI sack fly to Matt Olson for a four nothing Braves lead. Machado then issued a one out hit by pitch of William Contreras. Machado then induced a grounder up the middle off the bat of Eddie Rosario to shortstop C.J. Abrams. Now Abrams stepped on second for one out, threw to Joey Manessis at first base for what should have been the third out, but Manessis didn't make the catch for a missed catch error, allowing Michael Harris the second to score. That was going to be a double play, and Joey Manessis drops the ball. The throw from Abrams wasn't great, but Manessis could have made the catch. I mean, he was attempting to make a lunging backhanded catch, and just did not make the catch. And, you know, we have been singing the praises of Joey Manessis defensively at first base. That obviously was not a great moment for him. And then Andres Machado made things much worse. He gave up a two-out opposite field RBI double to Marcelo Zuna to the right center field gap on an 0-2 pitch for a 6-0 Braves lead. And then Machado gave up a two-out two-run homer to Orlando Arcia to center field for an 8-0 Braves lead, despite Arcia having been down to the count at 1.12, the homer went a projected 411 feet per stat cast. So things got ugly in that five-run brave six inning. And, you know, it's kind of funny to me. I mean, if all you do is look at the box score, Andres Machado on Monday night allowed three runs, all of which were unearned. And so you might say to yourself, well, Andres Machado, what's he going to do? You know, the runs were unearned. If you actually watch the game, he did not pitch well at all. I mean, it seems ridiculous that none of these runs ended up being earned runs of Andres Machado, uh, who was not sharp in this outing. The Nats bullpen for the rest of the game was good. Jordan Weems, a scoreless top of the seventh. Mason Thompson, scoreless top of the eighth. Steve Ciszek, a perfect top of the ninth. Hey guys, it's Al Galdi for Window Nation. Pennant races in baseball are on and Window Nation is coming through in the clutch. Think of Window Nation as the 2019 Nats. You right now can get new windows from Window Nation at half price. Two free windows with every two windows that you buy, plus pay nothing with no interest until 2025. Visit windownation.com or call 866-90NATION and make sure that you tell Window Nation that Al Galdi sent you. Lower your energy bills and raise the value of your home with new energy-efficient windows from Window Nation. Over 1,500 custom vinyl window options are available. And if you're wondering, well, do I need new windows? Well, if your current windows are sticky or drafty or cracked or hard to open or lock when the windows close, then you need new windows. Get yourself Window Nation windows and take advantage of this great offer Two free windows for every two windows that you buy, plus pay nothing with no interest until 2025. Visit windownation.com or call 
9090Nation. That's windownation.com or 86690Nation. And make sure that you tell Window Nation that Al Galdi sent you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Here's the pitch. Cesar Hernandez chops it toward the middle. Arcelor is right in front of it, and he whips the throw to Olsen, and the game is over. A 1-2-3 inning for Bryce Elder, and in game number 154 of the year, becomes the first Braves pitcher to throw a complete game, and a complete game shutout to boot. The Braves on the field to celebrate their 96th win of the year. They're now one behind the Mets in the win column and one behind in the loss column after 154 games. And the Nats suffer another loss to the Braves that 13 in 17 tries. The Nats' lone extra base hit on Monday night came from Luis Garcia. He was the Nats' starting second baseman and number six batter. He went two for three with a double and a single. Garcia in the bottom of the second had a two-out opposite field single to left field on an 0-2 pitch. And Garcia in the bottom of the fifth had a one-out first pitch double to right field. C.J. Abrams did have another hit. He was an ad starting shortstop and number two batter. One for four with a single. Abrams in the bottom of the sixth. A one-out single through the right side of the infield on a 1-2 pitch. But Overall, not much happening for the Nats offensively in this game. Luke Voigt on Monday night was the Nats starting DH and number four batter. 0 for 4 with a strikeout, and he left four men on base. You know, Voigt is not ending his season in a good way. Luke Voigt's slash line for the month of September now is the following. Batting average at 253, on base percentage of 324, slugging percentage of 374. I mean, you can live with a 253 batting average. You can maybe even possibly live with a 324 on base if the guy is hitting for power, but Luke Voigt is slugging a mere 374 in this month of September. Cesar Hernandez on Monday night was an at starting left fielder and number five batter, 0 for 4 with a strikeout. 
dropping his OPS for the 2022 regular season to a mere 628. You know, Cesar Hernandez has by far the most plate appearances for the Nats in the 2022 regular season, 593, that he has been allowed to accumulate nearly 600 plate appearances despite having an OPS that now is at 628. That is something, man. That is something. That is a function of many things. But geez, I mean, that is not what you call optimal. Having the guy who leads you by miles in plate appearances, having an OPS as low as Cesar Hernandez's OPS is. I mean, think about this. By the end of the season, Cesar Hernandez's total of plate appearances may be higher than his OPS. Okay, as things stand right now, Cesar Hernandez has 593 plate appearances and an OPS of 628. It could end up being that his his total of plate appearances is higher than his OPS. Again, not optimal. We did have a standout catch by Lane Thomas on Monday night. That was good to see. So the Lane train was an ad starting right fielder and number one batter. He went one for four with a single and made a nice catch in deep right field. Abbott deals. And Rosario hits one to right field deep. The wind's got this one. Thomas going back to the warning track near the wall. He leaps, and he caught it. What a catch by Lane Thomas at the top of the fence. Thomas in the bottom of the sixth had a one-out single to center field. And Thomas in the top of the fourth, a very nice leaping catch near the right field fence of a deep fly ball off the bat of Eddie Rosario for the third out. And this was significant because Lane Thomas has had trouble with fly balls near outfield walls. But Thomas on Monday night made the catch near the right field fence. Uh, Davey Martinez during his postgame press conference on Monday night on Lane Thomas's catch. And then you'll hear a follow-up exchange. Awesome. I mean, he, he got back to the wall. He hit the wall. Um, but, you know, at least he got back there. And that's something that we talked about, you know, all year long for him is to just get back to the, the wall and give yourself a chance. And he did that tonight. Where do you think he's made the biggest strides on defense this season? You know what? He, you know, he, he's done well in all three outfield positions. In right field, he's done exceptionally well. We saw him throwing. He come against the ball really well. Um, I, th- I think his first step definitely helped him out a lot. He's, he's getting... Uh, He's getting better routes on the ball, um, which definitely helps him out as well. So, but the, all overall, you know, we're, we're still trying to get him aggressive out there, you know, and um, and he's getting he's gotten a lot better this year, and I'm proud of him because um, he struggled in the beginning, you know, with everything, and I'm proud of him working hard and uh, going out there and, and competing, and um, and he's done really well. Yeah, so we've seen Lane Thomas hit well lately, and we have seen some improved defense from Lane Thomas lately. Also regarding the Nats on Monday night was another minor league rehab start for Mackenzie Gore. So Mackenzie Gore was one of the six players who the Nats got from the San Diego Padres for right fielder Juan Soto and first baseman Josh Bell in the mega trade of this past August 2nd. Gore is coming off elbow inflammation. The hope has been that he might make one major league start for the Nats before the end of their 2022 season. But His minor league rehab outings have been mixed, and he on Monday night did not do so well. A 6-1 loss for the AAA Rochester Red Wings to the Worcester Red Sox in a rain-shortened game. Gore, six runs in three and two-thirds innings. Uh, He gave up six hits, three homers, a triple, and two doubles. So each of the six hits was an extra base hit. Uh, He issued a walk. He issued a wild pitch. He recorded three strikeouts. I mean, (laughs) not exactly ideal. Here was Davey Martinez during his postgame press conference on Monday night on Mackenzie Gore. 
Yeah, I saw our, um, I saw the reports. Um, we got through three innings you know, fairly well. Uh, fourth inning was, again, once again, you know, he, he lost command of his, his fastball, started getting everything up. But he threw 67 pitches, so that's good. Um, so we'll see. You know, He'll meet us back here. We'll see how he's feeling, and then uh, we'll assess what we're going to do with him next. All right, so we'll see. I mean, the way it works with these minor league rehab outings is that they're not necessarily all about the results. You know, a lot of these minor league rehab outings are more just about the process and how a guy is feeling and how a guy comes out of the start, those kinds of things. But, you know, for a young pitcher like Gore, I think the results do matter at least a little bit in these minor league rehab outings. And for him to, you know, give up six hits with each hit being an extra base hit, for him to give up six runs in three and two-thirds innings, you know, not exactly what you want if you're going to have Gore make a major league start for you before the end of the season. I have felt all along that it's 50-50 at best that Mackenzie Gore will make a start for the Nats at the major league level this season, just because like so little has gone well for the Nats this season. But it would be cool to see Gore make a major league start. So we'll see what the Nats have to say about Gore coming off this outing. But obviously, the results of the outing uh, were not good. The Padres took Mackenzie Gore with the number three pick in the 2017 MLB draft out of a high school in North Carolina. This season is his age 23 season. Game two against the Braves at Nationals Park Tuesday night at 7.05. Paolo Espino will be the Nats starting pitcher. You tell us what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at Nats underscore chat. You can email the podcast Nats chat podcast at gmail.com, including if you would like to sponsor the Nats chat podcast. Hit up Tim Shovers at Nats chat podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Nats Chat Podcast. You can get yourself or someone who you know a Nats Chat Podcast t-shirt by going to natschatpodcast.square.site. And do not forget the first ever Nats Chat Podcast party Friday night, October 14th at 7 at Walters right across the street from Nationals Park. All Nationals radio highlights on Nats Chat are courtesy of 106.7 The Fan. Mark will be back with me on the next installment of the podcast. And until then, we thank you for listening to the Nats Chat Podcast.